Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's bully time. Let's catch up with a fine New Zealand sporting mind. Although he's not in New Zealand. You've heard his dulcet tones here on SENZ, part of Rugby World Cup today. He's doing a brilliant job replacing that uh, absolutely uh, fraudulent host they had prior uh, to him taking <laughs> over the show. It is Surly. Ben Searle joins us somewhere outside of Nice. Nice is nice. France is fantastic, isn't it, Ben? How are you? Oh, mate, it's pretty hard to complain. The beers are cold, the weather's warm, and the footy was actually good on the weekend as well. So, yeah, it's a good time to be an All Blacks fan in France. Yeah, life's, life's pretty good, mate, and I've been enjoying uh, filling in for you. You set the bar pretty high, actually. I thought you were doing a great job, so just chipping away. I'm, I'm no Daniel McCarty, but we'll get there. <laughs> that is very kind of you to say, right? Enough of us talking so nice to each other, you know, pumping up each other's yeah. tyres. People are probably vomiting listening to the radio. Uh, a huge weekend of sport, and I know you've probably lacked a little bit of sleep trying to stay connected with uh, what happened, especially uh, at the uh, NRL Grand Final. Actually, let's start there, mate. It was a game no one is ever going to forget. And I said in the sermon earlier today, the Broncos fan in me is utterly crushed, but the sports fan in me just can't help but marvel at the Panthers. Uh, what an occasion that was. Oh, what a game. It had that state of origin intensity, almost even more so. I think the first 20 minutes, it looked like both sides were out on their feet. And then just the swings of momentum. It's crazy how quick the game of league things can change. I thought the Panthers for the first kind of 30 minutes looked by far the better side. Then the Broncos scored right before halftime. And then for the 20 minutes in the second half, they were by far the better side. And I thought the game was over. And then Nathan Cleary, 40-20, the momentum shifts and the Panthers somehow find a way to get it done. And I was listening to guys like James Fisher-Harris in that post game, and they were just blown away. They couldn't believe that actually won that game. So fair enough as a Broncos fan that you are heartbroken, but I think when you sit back and look at it with a bit of time to reflect, you'll just come away with it as being one of the great NRL grand finals ever. It really was, and I was waiting for that Broncos to attack to fire, to fire and boy, they did 24 unanswered points against mm. the you know, stingiest defence in the league. You know, one of the best defences we have seen in a long, long time. You know, the Broncos have played a massive part um, in a wonderful night, although those players and fans probably are not going to think like that at all. No, and fair enough too. I think there was probably a long period of the game there where they thought they'd won a ring, and to think two years ago they were wooden spooners. So when you think about that anyway, the fact you're in a grand final is crazy. But when guys like Ezra Mam, Reese Walsh turn it on, boy, are they a pleasure to watch. And it's almost the thing that makes them so enjoyable to watch can also be their kryptonite. They're willing to roll the dice. They play a lot of footy off the back of offloads and ad lib. And when it's on, it looks amazing. But also, as we saw with Reese a couple times, when you try force your hand against a team like the Panthers, it can come back to bite you. So it was an entertaining watch. Two quality football sides, both great on attack and D. And the Broncos' defense actually really impressed me for large periods of that game too, because the Panthers were throwing a lot at them. They were hot on their line a lot, but guys like Herbie Farnworth, Katoni Staggs, they were making great reads and shutting them down. So it was a real ding-dong battle, and you know, I think the Broncos, while they will be gutted, 
Man, they've made massive leaps and bounds this year. And when you look at guys like Ezra Mam, he's 20 years old. It's crazy he can do the things he's doing. Yeah, for sure. That maniacal self-belief the Panthers have. Uh, incredible, isn't it? You've got no right to come back 16 points down. And it, and it looked no, obvious with six or seven minutes to go, they were going to win. That, that's how good they are. Yeah, as soon as they scored that first try, I think everyone was like, oh boy, here they come. And you just got this inevitable feeling that they were going to pull it off somehow. It's it's crazy. I guess that they always say, you know, winning becomes a habit and that whole mindset. But you can see it from the get-go with this team. I think even in the lead-up to the game, you know, the Broncos look so relaxed and they're really enjoying it, having fun. And it looked like the Panthers were there strictly for business and they got the job done. So I'm sure... Ivan and co do a lot of work on that kind of mental side of the game. But, yeah, that's a team that just won't quit. And for me, the most impressive was some of those plays Cleary was making. That was without your Isaiah Isaiah Yo's, your Jerome Lewis. They were off the paddock. So the fact they were able to wrestle back the momentum without two of their best players is just a massive tip of the hat to this side. We'll talk more about the uh, grand final with Vossi after 11 o'clock. Before we move off rugby league here, uh, we just need to acknowledge Sean Johnson once more, voted Players Champion. The Players Player Award, uh, that is an award that will, you know, make him feel rather good after the, you know, the crushing devastation of the Delhi M snub. Yeah, I think most people can agree that he should have won the Delhi M. The system needs a overhaul massively. I think the fact he didn't win basically because his teammates like Adam, Tohu and Dallin were all having great games as well is just a bit crazy, right? But still he gets this as a nice reward and probably if you ask the players, this one might mean a little more to them. It's voted by their peers. They held each other in such high regard. So to get the tip in the hat that you're the best player going around, as considered by your teammates and rivals. It's a pretty cool acknowledgement for Sean. 33 years old, had one of the best, if not the best years of his career. So, yeah, a great year for him, and I'm excited for 2024. He gets to team up with RTS and co, so it's exciting for Warriors fans. Surly, here's a tough one for you. Come up with one word to describe the All Blacks win against Italy. Statement. Yeah, it was impressive. What what part of the game sort of impressed you the most? I think, well, the, the talk all week, right, was that the Italians, they move the ball so quickly, they recycle so quick. So I think we needed that to bring that physical aspect in the contact and around the breakdown. And I thought the return of Shannon Frizzell really helped elevate us there to another level. And then you have guys like Artie who just never miss big tackles, do they? So I think it was just... Yeah, we dominated in every aspect, so it was great to see it put to bed any kind of worries All Blacks fans had. I thought at set-piece time we were great, offense, defense, we, we ticked all the boxes. So I think it was just a clinic for the full 80 minutes, and I went into that game thinking, you know, 40-point win would be outstanding. I never thought 96 yeah. points was on the cards. No, I'm with you. I, I would have given them an A-plus for a 30, 40-point win, such as been the competitive nature of Italy against Six Nation sides, especially in 2023. But, you know, the, the scrums, just a great illustration of New Zealand's dominance. Italy won two of eight scrums. You know, that, that's darn hard to be that incompetent um, at, at scrum time. And they were inept, Italy. It has to be said, but the All Blacks, you know, made them look inept. Yeah, big time. I think their line-out probably wasn't operating much better. I think I saw 55% or something, which is crazy yes. there as well. And they missed, they missed 33 tackles on D. So a lot of that, though, is full credit to the All Blacks. Yes, Italy probably didn't play to the standard they wanted to, but the All Blacks didn't allow them to. We moved them around the paddock. 
We played at such a fast pace. And for me, the return of Geordie Barrett, I think he plays a massive part in unlocking our attack. He's just another game general. He can do the stuff all the 12s do. He can carry hard, strong on defence, but he reads the game so well. His distribution, his kicking game. He's another first five, and he lightens the load for Richie and Bodie. So it was great to see Geordie back and almost our full strength 23 and just how good we are when we have all these big names back in the side. Yeah, one more as far as Rugby World Cup this weekend. I'm a big fan of Georgia. I warned everybody that they would push Fiji very, very hard. But I think for the betterment in world rugby, Fiji prevailed. We need Fiji. They're a point of difference. They're f- so entertaining. And a really impressive second half shown because they were well off the pace in the first. Yeah, they were. And I was a bit worried because this was one of those banana skin games pre-World Cup that everyone was talking about as well. I think everyone kind of had Fiji to beat a Wales or an Aussie, pull off one of those upsets, and then it would be this Georgian game that they really needed to get up for. And for a while there, it looked like that was going to be the case and Georgia were going to be the better of them. But I just love the way Fiji play. They just chance their arm. The skill set, like 1-23, to is crazy. They just are willing to offload, roll the dice, but they do it with such an accuracy now. They've really come on in leaps and bounds, and they appear to be a team that you can trust to win three or four pool games and then advance into finals football and not expect them to slip up like we used to. So they're a pleasure to watch. If you haven't watched any of these their games, you definitely need to. And if I was in England sitting back, course Fiji bet them what a month ago now so I'd be incredibly nervous because I think every rugby fan that is not an English supporter will be supporting the Fijians for sure. You'll hear more from Surly on Rugby World Cup today later today before you go to bed and get some rest my friends thanks for staying up so late what other sport are you watching over there you know football gets rammed down you've had the Ryder Cup on what what, what else you've been watching yeah yeah, a bit of, bit of the Ryder Cup, a bit of the football, um, and then, yeah, basically just your NRL and, and the Rugby World Cup, which has been on non-stop. A bit of NFL today, I'm, I'm tucking into that. Jeez, uh, the wife's <laughs> a lucky lady, isn't she? I, we come over here for holiday and end up parked on the couch the whole time. But, yeah, I actually don't mind it for um, the time zones are good for NFL here, so it, it makes for a good watch. You can have a beer at 5 o'clock at night and tune into some of that. So, yeah, it's good. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Thanks so much, mate, and have a great show later today. Thanks for joining us. Legend. Cheers, mate. Thank you.